Hey, what's up everybody? I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're living your best hedonistic life. And, uh, you know, I didn't have an episode planned for today, but y'all deserve an episode. You deserve to have something somewhat on schedule. So here I am. We're getting it done. It's going to be pretty short and sweet because I'm on a tight schedule. But I got to give you what you need. So here we go. Oh gee whiz, Satan. Why am I so unhappy? Jim. It's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said. Just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. Alright. Seriously, I hope y'all are great. Uh, before I really get into this, uh, I would like to wholeheartedly and just royally express how much of a fucking pain in the ass it is when you're driving a fucking vehicle waiting to turn left. And the last car decides instead of just driving on with the rest of the traffic so that you can finally make your turn, they're just going to let you go. All of a sudden, they feel like a good person. Guess what? I wasn't wanting you to do that. In, in reality, if you really sit down and think about it, that's fucking stupid. Because the rest of us realize you're the last car. And we are already planning for you to go so we can turn. So when you start to slow down and come to a stop, we're not waiting for that. So it's going to take our brain a second and be like, oh shit, they're letting us go instead of driving fucking slow like an idiot. And so then all of a sudden we got to speed and go. And at that point, the other car, more likely than not, is going to get annoyed and frustrated that you're not going. And so then they're going to try and go. Which means you got a bunch of cars kind of fucking playing this chicken game of who's going to go. When in reality, the car that should have kept going straight, that decided to be a good person to let the other car go, is a fucking moron. Because they should have just gone all the way through so that the car could turn left. Like it's a natural fucking order of things. Don't get mad if you're an idiot causing disruptions in the flow of traffic. But it's your fault. I get it that you want to be nice. I understand that you're trying to go out of your way to let someone turn. In reality, it doesn't work. But I do understand that the intention was solid. So I don't want you to burn in hell forever and always. But stop being so stupid. Because... You're making everyone mad. And who wants to be mad? Sometimes I do, actually. Sometimes I like the fiery burningness inside of me. But not when it's traffic-related. Don't like being an infernal demon of hatred behind a steering wheel. I do feel like it often, though. Especially in South Carolina. Got some of the... Ass drivers, just the 
best drivers you can freaking find anywhere in the country right here. South Carolina, we got it. We just, hey, hey, sprinklers on. Oh no, I'm gonna die. Let's go really fucking slow all of a sudden. Off subject, but here we are. I guess it was somewhat on subject. It's not actually what I was gonna talk about. I was just on my way home from taking pictures at Oak Road Brewery. By the way, if you're not living your best locker life, come on down to Oak Road Brewery and get yourself a good lager. Because I guarantee you, if I was there right now and they were slinging beers, because it's a little early for beers, I would be in a much better mood. This rant would have dissipated by the time that Contra Code IPL hit my lips. Just be like, oh, I'm a happy person. I'm good. Just Gucci. Just living the life. But they're not open right now. I did take cool brew pictures today, so that was cool. It was fantastic. A lot of good time. But on the way home, just got real mad. Started screaming at some drivers. <laughs> Does that solve anything? No, it doesn't. However, it doesn't bother anyone but me. So my screaming, I will continue to do. As for the stupid fuck-faced drivers out there, improve your shit. Fuck. It's your fault that we have to go to the DMV to get an eye exam just to renew your license. Because even with good eyes, you fucking can't drive, motherfucker. And I'm mad about it. Do better. You can always do better. You don't have to drive like a grandma, fuck. However, you can drive better. You can be more considerate and pay more attention to your surroundings. Put your fucking phone down. I swear, if I had like superpowers to make people explode inside of their cars, if, oh my God, the amount of people that you see on phones, insane. Just make their finger explode right then and there. You can't scroll through your phone without a thumb. That's so stupid and dangerous. This is turning into a driving rant. And I'm okay with it because driving on your phone is hell of a big no. It's so risky. What's wrong with you? Just come to a fucking red light or something and then pick your next song. God, stop listening to shitty music. You don't have that problem. And you don't need to text Rebecca back. She's fine. She can go in there and get a table on her own. <laughs> Damn it, Rebecca. So happy I don't know when you're Rebecca's. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I think I got it out of my system. Uh, yeah, I'm be pretty good about it. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Now that I'm back on subject, since like I said before, I have a tight schedule. And I'm over here just slinging curse words and frustrations. And not on the game plan for the day. Actually, what I really wanted to check in and ask you guys for an episode today, um, how are y'all doing? How's your mental health going on? You know, your physical health is very important, but so is your mental health. And uh, just like many of you, I don't actually know if it's many of you. I don't know what the data is on that. How much, what percentage of the United States do you think 
exercises regularly. Just go ahead and think about that. Exercises the demons. I have exercised the demons. Less than a quarter of Americans are getting enough exercise based on federal standards. Only 22.9% of U.S. adults from 18 to 64 meet the 2008 guidelines for both aerobic and muscle strengthening exercises. And that was data from 2010-2015 that I just picked up on fortune.com. I was doing a quick Google, so that could be wrong. Don't know, but good enough answer for me right now. So we have less than a quarter of you, so I was way off. Many of you are not. Maybe many of the listeners, huh? Good, good exercise? I hope so, everyone listening. I'm proud of you if you do. But I feel like a lot of people don't focus on the exercises of the brain. Keeping the keeping the brain good to go. Which is also correlated with the body being healthy and good to go. So if you're working on your body, proud of you. If you're not, you should. If you're not working on your brain, you definitely fucking should. Because it's just as important to exercise good mental habits to keep you positive and to keep you working hard and getting that bread. Doing everything that you want and need to do in a day so you can make the life that you want for yourself and for others. That means you got to put in the work for your body and your brain. Getting amped all over again. It was Mio squeezing a bunch of water. Caffeinated one, because why not? I hope you're doing well. I am just right now Jesus take the wheel Jesus the fuck I got off something <laughs> oh yeah 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 mental health okay how is your mental health I hope it's good and I think one of the biggest issues with dealing with mental health and happiness and if you have mental illness is that if you have mental illness you tend to know that you have it, and so it's more it's more prominent. I think for the people who had, especially with the new whole like quarantine and everything, we're seeing like crazy rises in depression and anxiety. More than ever, people are going to antidepressants and things like that, which is not what I want to hear. I don't think that's safe. I feel like there are things that you can do that you don't need medicine immediately. So just good mental practices and whatnot, just reading yourself and how you respond to situations. And then going through and trying to find specific things that you can do to help when you feel a certain way and you can identify that. I think it's way easier just to go to a doctor and be like, doctor, I don't feel great. And the doctor says, well, cool. Here's 8,000 pounds of pills that you can take out of nowhere that will solve your problems. And you have to take all of them. Because if you don't, you're going to fall apart. Because all of the side effects from all of the pills are going to make you fall apart. Way too easy just to do that. It's more expensive. Out of your wallet, really. But it costs way more in terms of like actual mental strength and health. It's like what... Uh, Jocko 
God damn it, I can never say his last name. Fucking shit. Will Willink? Willink? When the Willink has a video is very popular and uh Ben from Oak Road sends it to me all all the time. It's whenever you're going through a hard time or things are a struggle and it's not easy, he always says one thing. Good. Good. You're having a really bad day. Good. You're having a really bad year. Good. Because it's training you and it's strengthening you and it's hopefully teaching you on how to overcome that. You're getting stronger going through the hard time. And that's a good thing to experience, but it's hard to remember when you're in the wrong, uh, when you're having like a bad time. And this, I feel like, is one of those situations where it's not easy to realize that you're having a bad time until it's like real bad. Oh, I got myself all worked up. I got out of breath. Okay. Sorry, that was a that was a quick second. I got a little bunny friend over here, and he is just being a silly, silly bun. And I got distracted for a hair second since I'm not in my actual studio. And uh, for everyone that is listening and watching, you didn't need this information. And this was a hardcore interruption from what I was talking about. However, we're getting back on track. So one of the things that I wanted to bring up, and this is the point that I'm finally, 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 finally getting to, after we squirt through the literal rabbit hole to get to where we are, talking about the mental illnesses and just the struggle and the, the experience of going through hard times and how to do it. One thing that I want to enforce is to break the cycle. Kind of like a frog. When you put a frog in a pot of water and you turn it on boil, that fucking frog is just going to sit there. That's what it's going to do. It's not going to realize that the temperature is steady rising until that bitch cooks. And then you can just eat frog that died happy and ignorant because it had no fucking clue that it was dying in the first place. However, if you pick a frog up and you put it in boiling water, it's going to be like, oh, fuck, that's hot as shit. It's going to jump out. And the same thing happens with us going through experiences, especially, like I said, in this quarantine, COVID, crazy fucking shit that's happening. People are seeing more than ever that their like level of tolerance and what they can mentally handle and how they go about staying mentally healthy. It's like the slow water boiling and all of a sudden, oh shit, I need a lot of pills. Like, no, what you need to do, or what you should do, I'm not going to say need, guess what I'm not, a doctor. Guess what I'm also not, a nurse. I don't really deal with people's physical or mental health, not a psychologist either. However... I have a slew of mental illness problems. And these are things that have helped me. So I want to share them share them with you. No, seriously, I do want to share them with you because I think it's very important. And it helps out a lot. And I don't want to hear people having mental illness and problems and really struggling and they don't know what to do or just they don't they don't have that constant reinforcement or assurance or anything that kind of help them break through and try and get better. I don't want to hear that and know that I have ex experience in things. Don't knock over the camera. 
and that I'm not doing my part to share them. So here I am. Here's what helps me, and I hope it helps you. And if you're not trying to get better, what the fuck you do? And try and get better, okay? There's no reason not to. Don't give up. That's stupid. You're not a peasant. Don't do peasant things around here. Work your ass off. Be better. And you will just go further than you've ever dreamed to go before. So let's start off with breaking the cycle. When you are stuck in just like that fucking whirlwind of negativity and depression and anxiety. And it just kind of throws you in there. And you can't get out of it. And you just feel like your heart rate increasing. And you can't think straight. And all you do is think about all the terrible things. And then you know that you're thinking about all the terrible things. And you don't want to think about all the terrible things. And then all of a sudden, you're not even thinking about anything specific. Has anyone felt that way? It's like you're freaking out. Doom and gloom. But if someone say, what are you thinking about specifically? A lot of the times, you're not going to have a specific answer. Because there isn't anything specific that you're freaking out over. This is your brain is overreacting to situations or it's getting too much chemicals. And what chemicals that cause that? I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I don't know all of these things. However, I do know that you can snap out of it. Leave the room. Go outside. Do physical force. What you want to do is, it's kind of like when you have hiccups and they're like, just do something crazy and different to snap yourself out of it when your diaphragm is freaking out it's almost the same thing if you think about it in the terms of your brain if you're on repetition and you can't get out of it do something totally different like fucking challenging that's why going to the gym is a good one you want to lift heavy weights or something or you want to start sprinting around the block you want to exercise jumping jacks pushing hard some people want to like escape their brain pick up a good book start reading maybe doodle let your brain lose you need to find out what helps when you're in a situation of stress and anxiety? And you're going to find that out by doing a whole bunch of different things. But for me, I found out intense hard workout, something that's really going to make me break and sweat, is going to help release more. Is it serotonin? I'm mad that I don't know these words. What chemical makes you happy? Certain hormones are known to help promote positive feelings, including happiness and pleasure. These happy hormones include dopamine, also known as the feel-good hormone. Dopamine is a hormone and a neurotransmitter that is important for your brain's reward system. Okay. But what chemical is released after workout? It is dopamine and endorphins. Okay. When you exercise, your body releases chemicals such as dopamine and endorphins in your brain that make you feel happy. Not only is your brain dumping out feel-good chemicals, but exercise also helps your brain get rid of chemicals that make you feel stressed and anxious. Wow. Thank you. Dana.org. What? The fuck kind of website is that? There's also some on Healthline and... Web, DMB, and PopSugar.com because what? Whatever. It's a fitness thing. Shout out to them. It's kind of clever, actually. Pop Sugar. Anyway, check that out. So, I was more right than I even realized. 
when you work out, not only are you getting those good chemical things that are going to help you snap out of anxiety and depression and when you're feeling super stressed, but it's going to do so many other things. It's going to get rid of all the stressful anxiety chemicals that are going on and kind of getting stuck and your brain's just sitting there just like soaking in all of this like awful toxic chemicals. It's going to get out of that. It's going to replenish you with all the good stuff. And it's going to like help snap you out of it. Like I love working out and doing things whenever I'm like stuck on a design. And I just need to go do something different. I'm like, if it's cleaning, if it's going on an exercise, I need to, to physically move and to like shake things up a bit. And that's easy for me to do because that's something that I've been doing for a while and been trying to focus on and not doing, and this is very important, just breaking the cycle and doing something else that is not going to be beneficial. Stupid. Okay. That's not how advice works. You don't just pick what you want and then do something totally fucking different with it. If you're breaking up your cycle and trying to get yourself out of like negative and shitty thoughts and anxiety, don't do something that's going to give you more negative and shitty thoughts and more anxiety. Not how it works. Like, uh, let's say you want to break up your cycle and doing some bad thoughts. Don't go get drunk. Not a good breaking of the cycle. That's only going to enable more shitty thoughts and you're just going to continue going like a worse spiral, honestly. It needs to be something that's going to be positive and you're going to have to do your own work and figure that out. Um, but you, you have to figure it out because I think it's important. And I think you know it's important. I think together we can think and think and think. I've said thing like so many fucking times in the last three seconds that that's all I can hear. Now it sounds weird. Now it sounds weird, bunny. <laughs> Don't be the frog in hot water. Recognize that you have the power to improve your brain without pills first and i think it's going to go a longer way and don't solely rely on pills like maybe you literally have a mental illness already and you have to take pills that's not like a bad thing that's not what i'm saying i'm saying you can work with it use it as like a a helping aid not like your soul crutch is where i'm going with this the new era people are dealing with this shit never had to deal with it before i will try to give my best advice for having to deal with this my entire life anxiety fucking sucks it is so bad and the whole fight or flight thing that's going on in your brain and you just want to freak out or punch someone at all times and you don't know why there's no specific reason why and nothing feels good to do in the moment so how do you know what you should do to break out of the cycle that's a great question me the answer i have is just to do something do something like i said just you're gonna have to figure it out what works best if nothing sounds fun then there's no reason not to do anything else just do it anyway and eventually you're gonna find out that certain things actually work to help you get out of that thought process so you have to put in the work to get the results i think that's that fucking saying was like insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again but expecting different results so don't be insane. Don't keep doing the same shit and hoping one day it'll magically get better because it won't. And that's not how you say magically. But I don't care. That's not even how it sounds either. 
talking podcast and I can't use words. Love it. Have you all seen that meme where there's a picture of a really... I don't want to call him Goofy. It could be a girl cat. I don't fucking know. But it's like this fat cat and it's all proud of itself. And then there's a cake next to it. <laughs> that does not look like the cat very much. <laughs> and it says... The sentence I came up with in my head. And then down below it, over the cat cake, it says literally the same exact sentence when it comes out of my mouth. And it obviously does not look like what it looks like. And what I'm trying to say is, I can't believe I talk on a podcast regularly and I still can't sling sentences and use the correct words to save my life. But I'm grateful for you for listening and allowing me to have a platform where I can share my experiences and talk about mental illness and hopefully benefit you doing just that. And I think I have summed up enough of what I was going to say here. Like I said, it was a smallish, easy episode to intake and enjoy. I want to finish up with saying one more thing. I think this is very important too and something that I don't ever want anyone, I don't, I don't ever want to hear that my advice or, or anything like that kind of came out. For me, really hard, rough kind of, <laughs> you thought I was going to say sex. Maybe you didn't. Maybe I just insinuated that. Oh my God, what are we doing here? advice and uh like rough advice stuff like that um being hard on yourself like listening to someone say hey suck it the fuck up don't be a little bitch get out there and do what you need to do because you can do it it just takes hard work i need that kind of like slap you in the face get you up out of it kind of advice and mentality and like push that works well with who i am but if it doesn't work well with you don't beat yourself up so hard fuck the whole point of this is supposed to inspire you, put a little fire under your ass, maybe kick you in the tush a little bit so you can get on the right path to mental health and happiness and success and feel good about what you're doing and giving back to the community. However, if you listen to something like this or hear anyone else that is kind of like pushing the same like aggressive message, don't beat yourself up so much that you can't continue because then that's, 100% not what all of us are trying to do. Uplifting is uplifting, not like squashing on you. So don't listen to something like this and think like, oh God, I am the worst person because I don't feel like that all the time. Or like, oh man, I never feel like that. So I must be fucking shit. And then you just like work yourself into the negative cycle again. No, not what this is about. Aggressive motivation is for you to become the best version of yourself and sometimes and most times really that isn't going to be done by coddling you to get you there You kind of have to be slapped around and pushed a little bit to get you through that hard time That's what this is Anyone that is pushing you through and they're being a little rough and tough about it is because a you can handle it Holy shit. You can fucking handle it. And if you can't Practice because you can we all can We're strong and all of us who have gone through shit and are still here are great examples and also hands behind your back to help push you towards that direction. Don't let it eat you up inside because you're not perfect right now. No one's perfect right now. 
everyone is constantly working towards something and I constantly am working towards something. I don't always feel like that. There are so many days where I wake up and I'm anxious as fuck. I feel depression that I don't think like anything I'm doing is of any value and I have no idea why I'm even doing anything. Nothing feels smart or intelligible. Like I have those days. I have plenty of days where I don't want to work and I just want to lie around. But you got to push through them. And the more you push through them, the more you get momentum and the stronger your brain gets and the stronger your body gets to expect the working hard consistency. And it's going to work. You just have to work hard at it. You're going to have to break your cycles when you start to recognize how you're thinking and moving. And then you can kind of do different activities to help you continue being proactive and productive. So don't hate on yourself so much. That I don't ever want to hear. Like, yeah, a lot of us need hard, aggressive pushes and people in our corner to continue to give us that inspiration. But no one wants to see you quit because you don't think you're good enough because you are good enough. You just got to turn that piece of coal into a diamond, baby. Got to be a diamond because I know you are. You sweet, sexy, hellion diamonds. Every single one of you. Okay. Don't know why I went super southern at the end, but I think this is a good time to call it a wrap. Thank you for listening to Like I Said. My name is Satan. If you would like to hear me talk about anything or interview anyone in the Low Country, South Carolina area, let me know. And uh, share this with people if you enjoy it or you think they need any advice. I appreciate you all so much. Okay, bye. Because you suck, Jimmy.